Good morning. Good morning. Our scripture this morning comes from the book of Luke, chapter 22, verses 13 through 20. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table, and he said to them, I eagerly desire to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This is the cup, is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Sorry, I was reading NIV, so it probably didn't match just perfect. <laughs> My name is Jenny Lewis, and I hail all the way from Blue Earth, Minnesota, where I'm a member of Hope United Methodist. I'm a lay speaker over there, and that's how I um, come to be with you today. Um, Pastor Chad and my husband and I all attended licensing school together. Um, it's really great to be able to see everybody's face and to be able to sing. Today is actually the first time I've been able to sing in church, and I cannot tell you how excited that makes me. Backyard barbecues, sales at your favorite store. An extra long weekend, and the unofficial beginning of summer. These are just a few of the things that are taking place this weekend. However, there is a reason that Monday is a federal holiday. Legs are flowing on the breeze. Cities and towns across the United States are preparing for ceremonies. And even in the smallest cemeteries, some graves seem more decorated than the others. The Civil War lasted four years and claimed the lives of between 620 and 750,000 soldiers and countless civilians. To honor the sacrifice made through military service by so many, People in towns and cities began to decorate the graves of the soldiers with flowers. In May of 1868, Major General John Logan dedicated May 30th as an annual nationwide day of observance called Decoration Day. It wasn't until after World War I that Decoration Day was broadened to honor all soldiers who have died in American wars. Memorial Day wasn't declared a national holiday until 1971. It was then that it was set to be the last Monday in May. We all have different ways of dealing with stuff. 
grief, stress, anger. We see it all the time. As we become more connected through technology, we seem to have become more disconnected emotionally and on a human level. We can show people only what we want them to see, and vice versa. Everyone seems to have it so together. No one wants to be the one who seems like they're falling apart. We all have different ways of dealing with stuff, but what happens when something or someone comes along to unite us for a moment in time? What happens when we put aside our differences and lean into something greater than ourselves for just a moment and let ourselves be? When Jesus sat at the table with his disciples for the Last Supper, you can bet that they weren't expecting for him to wash their feet that night. Or that he would tell them one among them was a traitor. Or that this was going to be goodbye. The disciples also didn't realize, and maybe we don't either, that what Jesus gave to them and to us is something to unite us for all time. Something that transcends our differences. What Jesus gave believers was a way to honor his life and his death. To honor him and to remember him in unity and peace with the power of the Holy Spirit. Have any of you had the honor of serving communion to your church community? I've had the honor of serving communion with my daughters and my husband, and there aren't words. Sharing that experience with your church family, being able to offer them the body and blood of our Savior, by name, looking into their face and offering this gift to them, calling them by name. It's a beautiful experience and a powerful one. I've also had the awesome privilege of assisting in a communion service um, with Pastor Tony Fink when I served at Fairmont UMC. And I am telling you, there is nothing like it. But that's why partaking in community, in partaking in communion as a community of believers, that's what it should feel like every time we come to the Lord's table. We should feel the awesomeness of Jesus' presence. Because it is his table. It is him inviting us. We are being connected to believers throughout time. We are being connected to that first table with Jesus and his disciples of the night of his betrayal. We are becoming connected to believers worldwide that are partaking in that same supper 
because it is the same Lord and Savior that is inviting all of us to that table. We are sharing in that gift because we are sharing in the same Lord and the same Spirit. There are so many things that we can do and do do as individuals to honor Jesus, to help others see Jesus, and to meet Jesus in personal ways. And that's important. Even when we worship together, there are things we can find to disagree about. We all know that. How long the sermons are, what the sermon topics are, what kind of music we should sing. And while the processes may differ and the legalities might vary, the words and the invitation of Jesus through the Last Supper are the same. He took some bread. He gave thanks to God. He broke it into pieces and he gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice. We are a flawed and broken community made up of sinners. None of us are exempt. But we are a community brought together by the blood of Jesus Christ. That night, as Jesus ate with his disciples, it would have been so easy for him to call Judas out. Or even quietly dismiss him. But he didn't. And that's the example Jesus sets for us. He set the table for all. Period. Even the one he knew would betray him that very night. He broke the bread and offered the cup of the new covenant. Even to Judas. That is the grace and mercy of God's table. And that is the love of Christ. I'd like to share a story with you that I had a friend share on Facebook. The original post is from 2015, and it was from a gentleman named Jim Kearney. Forty-seven years ago, my buddy, John Smith Manchester, died in a rice paddy in Jia Din Province, South Vietnam. He was 22 years old. John never had a cell phone or a computer or an iPad. He had never heard of Samsung or Apple or Verizon. He never texted or chatted or emailed. He never had a Facebook page or a Twitter account. He 
He never had a pair of Nikes or Adidas. He knew we were trying to put a man on the moon, but he died before we made it. He never saw a space shuttle. He knew Ronald Reagan was an actor, but never dreamed he would become president. He never married, never had children, never had great-grandchildren. His parents buried him. His name is engraved in the black granite on the wall, panel 52E, row 40. John and I were first lieutenants and platoon leaders in Charlie Company, 2nd Battalion, 3rd Infantry, Old Guard, 199th Light Infantry Brigade. I had the 2nd platoon, he had the 3rd. Our Memorial Day, Monday, May 25th, 2015. I will get up at 6 a.m. and drive into D.C. and visit with my friend. There will be a few people there, but the crowds will not arrive until later in the day, and we will be mostly alone. I don't know if he can hear me, but I will talk to him as though he can in the kind of crude language that infantry soldiers used to talk to each other. I always wonder if anyone else ever comes to talk to him. I am now 70 and wonder how many more years I will have to visit him and let him know I still remember him. John was a soldier's soldier. He and I would talk privately about our fears, but never in front of the men we charged, were charged with leading. I wish he had made it back. We would have been lifelong friends. On Memorial Day, please spend just a moment remembering the men and women, like John, who gave their lives for our country. Memorial Day is a day to honor the dead for their sex. A day to come together to remember and acknowledge that what the life we enjoy comes at a steep price. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, children around the country gather around a cold monument because that's all they have left of their loved ones who lost their lives in Soldiers who survive come home with the memories of their friends. I'll leave you with this. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend.